Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde, TV host by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night, and a health and a life coach always. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Come hang out as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing. And hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. Brought to you by Clarence. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode. We've got Emily Mackas in the house, an integrative Reiki teacher with a particular focus on emotional healing. She's a Chopra meditation teacher, a mindfulness educator, an author, a public speaker, and a mental health and wellness advocate. I am so excited to have her on, but also I want to take this moment to let you guys know that you won't be hearing my voice in today's podcast. You're actually going to be hearing someone from our team, Kristen Castor. Kristen has been part of our team for a while now. She's such an important part of our Healthiest Hot ecosystem, and today she's stepping up big time. On the day that we recorded this chat, I was not feeling well. I have occasionally really debilitating period cramps where I am stuck to my bed. It's challenging to walk. My energy levels are low. It's a hard time to focus. And that was one of those days where I really was not in a good place. And I'm so grateful to have such an awesome team around me who can be there for me in times of need. And this was one of those moments. And also, I'm just so proud of Kristen for doing this. This was her first podcast recording ever, her first interview ever, and she absolutely crushed it. So this is a very special episode for so many reasons. Enjoy. I've only experienced Reiki one time. Uh, My mom bought uh, my sisters and I all a session for Christmas once. And I had a very positive experience, but it was a number of years ago. So I haven't really had too much more experience with it. So I'd love for you to kind of fill us in on the details um, and explain a little bit more about it. Okay. So first, also, thank you for having me. Um, I, uh, I am really grateful. Yes, Reiki. Um, there is so much uh, there to say, but Reiki is very... Um, it's a gentle, non-invasive uh, approach that promotes self-regulation uh, in uh, in the body. Um, we are all energetic beings, right? So every cell, every tissue, everything is composed of energy. So just like it's important to look at our physical health and we exercise, it's also important to unlock the flow of our energy of life force energy. And now we have an understanding that everything, our emotions, our trauma, everything is stored in the body. So for example, Reiki energy healing is very important because it helps um, unlock and all these trapped emotions come up and it's a way of releasing 
because when we look at um, even, so we have our auric, uh, our aura or energetic field, we have our energy centers or called chakras, we have our pathways, the meridians, we are all the energy and everything is stored. So we need to unlock this flow. It's a way of, even when we look at just the physicality and the benefits, you are activating the parasympathetic nervous system when you are doing Reiki, right? So you're regulating your nervous system, just, right. just very basic. And there is so much more when we look at the, the spirituality. It's, it's a way of um, self-mastery, improvement, and enhance the quality of our life in all levels. Because when you are doing Reiki, you're working on the, the four levels. So the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual. That's amazing. That's it's so fascinating to hear you talk about it. Um, and you can just see how passionate about, yeah. about it you are, which is which is really, really great to see. And I feel like it's, it's great to have such a detailed um, explanation about what it is, because I feel like a lot of people don't exactly understand what it is. So... No. Um, have, hearing you talk about it just makes so much sense. And um, I feel like everyone could really benefit from from everyone. And the the what I believe in is everyone should learn. Yeah, everyone should learn how to help yourself, because we're all energetic beings. So when we tap into that, it's a way of helping ourselves, our health, in, and in all levels, the emotional, the spiritual. So are you going to become a teacher? Perhaps not, but we are all not, you know, it's everyone has their own path, but everyone should learn. And for me, even children. So is one of the projects that I am working on um, is I would like to bring that for children and in a very simple way, mm -hmm. but how they can help themselves just placing their hands and moving the energy. That's really, really fascinating. I think all too often people tend to focus on physical health, which is such an important, you know, part of health practice. But something we don't hear too much about is emotional and mental hygiene. So I think practicing Reiki or going to see a Reiki healer, um, someone like yourself, can really benefit people kind of get in touch with these areas a little bit more. When we look at our health, at times we just focus, as you said, the physicality, but we are wholeness and our wholeness is all levels. So you can, um, you, you, you can have the best diet, the best organic diet, and you can exercise. But if you don't look at your emotional and your mental hygiene, you're still not in balance. Yeah. And this is what, um, and this, for me, it's important to even explain Reiki without the hoo-hoo of what Reiki, yeah. because sometimes it's, it's, it's not explained properly. So people are scared, and I understand that. So it's even understanding how um, Reiki is, is a natural, it's a natural approach because the body knows how to restore itself. I just wanted to ask you now, if there are friends listening at home who don't have access to a Reiki healer, um, 
what is there or is there anything we can do at home to kind of work on our energy healing? Yes, uh, even though you may not uh, have an, uh, a, a deeper understanding, but just even placing your hands when you hurt yourself, you hit something or you go on your knee. What is the first reaction that like the first action we place our hand? Right. Don't we? We place yeah. our hand because ouch. It yep. hurts. Well, it's exactly the same. One of the things for people that, you know, when we are stressed and when we we can be a little bit anxious and it's something that soothes me. And um, I was not even aware before uh, practicing Reiki, but it was something that I always did naturally was placing my hand on my heart okay. and just as I was breathing. And at the time I was not even breathing consciously um, because it was from my chest. So it was tight, mm -hmm. but just placing your hand. So place your hand mm -hmm. and just visualize. Sometimes it's visualizing. Uh, for me, I, I use a lot of visualization Visualize how your energy is flowing, but place your hands because you are an energetic being. So it's going to go there. Yeah. I feel like that's such a, um, a small, but such an important thing to kind of remember throughout our days as we kind of live in this go, 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 very yeah. busy Um environment it's so easy to get caught up in your emotions or kind of one thing adding on to the next and then to the next and then the next and starting to get that anxious feeling and i know myself i really struggle with anxiety and even right now i can i can feel my heart you know racing it's you know this is exciting talking but also you know it's a little bit nervous nerve-wracking as well so as you were explaining that i think it's just that thing just to remember yes okay such a simple thing but has such a deep and powerful impact on your energy it does and it's something that when you do that you just you bringing yourself back to right here right now yeah so it also helps you because you you're touching the body and you you are breathing so it's it's a way uh to soothe yourself but helping with energy because we are energetic beings and then for me it is learn um practices to to help yourself because it's given to all of us yeah it's given to all of us and that was one of the goal of my my book and how um i could inspire people to to get in touch with the healer within because we're all healers Speaking of your book, I would love to kind of jump in a little bit um, here. So your book, The Naked Truth of a Healer, um, was so inspiring. I, I had a chance to read it. And so thank you for, for sending it over and for sharing your story with, with us. It's such a... Um, you know, you have to get quite vulnerable and get to a place where you could share all of those details about your life. Um, and so I just want to say thank you for that. Thank you for and meeting. I wanted to ask you why you felt like it was important to share the naked truth, as it is in the title, versus some <laughs> like fluffy, you know, um, version of, of it. Okay, so... It, it took a long time uh, to get to the title, 
um, and the naked truth because you feel naked. It's really the, the, the feeling of this is it. Like ev- everyone will access uh, my story. And these are the, the most um, challenging, traumatic experiences of my life. And even people that knew me for a long time, they started reading the book and they reached out. We had no idea because I didn't share certain things. So I felt really naked in a sense of this is it. You are sharing your truth. But at the same time, so much healing. So it's a gift for myself mm-hmm. and, and empowerment. For the longest time, I was ashamed of my story. And now for the last nine years, my story has been um, the connection with my clients. Because when you share a little bit of your story, then there is an emotional um, connection because you may not have uh, go through the same thing, but there is always a connection. And then that connection makes it real, makes it um, where the other person, you're empowering the other person to share a little bit of theirs. And so many times there is, we, I don't think we understand how it is powerful to share our stories. Yeah. And how we can touch people and how this a bit of this story can just bring people to their own healing journey. And um, it is, there is discomfort, but at the same time, the goal and the, the, the intention is to connect emotionally with, with people where maybe it's just a seed that is planted, but people connect with, with themselves in, in that level. And they, they may look at, oh, I'm in charge of my health. Oh, I can help myself. I'm the healer here because we all, we, we all have this inner wisdom within ourselves and learning how to tap into it. We tap into our inner pharmacy. And perhaps your past was very difficult. Mm-hmm. We can change the past, but we certainly change we can change the narrative of our stories yeah and what a a powerful shift that you have recognized the fact that you can use your story and your experiences to help others and help them with their healing journey and i think that's that that's so great of you to be able to do that and and to recognize that 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 you know obviously that takes um courage and and vulnerability to do that does yeah but it's it it is also a gift for myself and especially this book was written in my third language so um just the fact that i was able to because i vision envisioned this book since i'm seven i Wow. I, I, I said to my grade one teacher, one day I'm going to write a book about my story, mm-hmm. my life, and it's going to help people. Um, but of course, I had to go through everything that I went through. Um, and just the fact that I was able to get um, uh, in, into writing this book in English, mm-hmm. it's, it's empowering. Yeah. Everything is possible when we believe that we can. So for me, the, the, the biggest journey was um, getting in touch with who I am. Who are we? Who am I? Really, who am I? Because we're not our 
the adaptations. We are not the projections. We are not the limitation that were put on us. We are not our traumas. We are beyond that. We are pure beings of infinite possibilities and getting in touch with that. Then, yes, magic happens. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask if you feel like we're all in need of healing and is that you know a universal part in life i do believe and when you look at the world how the world how things are we all need healing um i i i put it on in the book and i say that to to people and clients that come there is no boot camp for enlightenment mm-hmm. i do believe it's the journey there is so much that we have to just looking at ourselves and uh deepak chopra says social uh, so, social changes start with personal changes mm-hmm. because as we heal ourselves we just take all the lenses from pain ego trauma and we are able to really look at the world and others in a different way with compassion towards ourselves first because we understand and then we are able to look at others with compassion because mm-hmm. everybody is battling with something consciously or unconsciously yeah and everything and most of and especially in the work that I do um so many times people come i don't know their stories i i don't know and we have a session and things come up mm-hmm. and they were but i was not thinking about what happened so many years ago but the body stores everything everything is there for us to look at it then we can release we have to feel it so we can heal it right and be aware that it's a journey it's a journey for me it has been a journey of unlearning and packing unlearning and packing all these patterns mm-hmm. to really get in touch with who i am in my own happiness because happiness is within or my wholeness my my health mm-hmm. so do i believe we we all need healing all of us and i think the world is crying for that yeah it's time for chloe's clarence pick of the week ooh ooh all right we're continuing with chloe's top clarence picks from 2022 This one is uh one of my faves right now especially as we head into the winter months. I am going to try to hold on to a little bit of that summer glow, that summer radiance that felt so good when it was happening, but we're going to bring it into winter. And this is with Clarence Radiance Plus Golden Glow Booster. All we got to do with this is you put a couple of drops into your face cream and it creates a really gorgeous natural looking self tan effect. um and also keeps moisturizing. I think my favorite part though is that it doesn't smell bad. So many self tanners smell bad or make my face break out, but this one kind of hits all of the money mark. So treat yourself especially as we head into winter with one of my favorites, Clarins Radiance Plus Golden Glow Booster. All right, let's get back to the chat. That's what I believe. It's 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 my um it's my view. You talked a little bit earlier about um accessing our inner pharmacy during our healing journey. I just wanted to ask you to go into that a little bit in a little bit more detail. Okay. So for us to 
be healthy. And I'm going to only share my own, my own uh, experience. So I was diagnosed almost 18 years ago with an autoimmune disorder, uh, rheumatoid arthritis. And I did take all the, the, the medication given to, to me for a year. And I was living with the side effects of the medication and I was still inflamed. My body was inflamed. I had days where I still couldn't open the bottle for my son. I couldn't take my son up out of the crib. And my mom had the same disease. And um, it was one video of Deepak Chopra with Oprah Winfrey. And he was talking about how our uh, inner dialogue and every cells, everything in our body is listening and that was the, the, the sparkle for me of, of light. Well, I knew that a battlefield was going on in my, my body, but I also knew that my inner dialogue was negative. Right. So I was like, well, no wonders you are inflamed. I knew how I was talking to myself and my thoughts and how negative I was. So I, I chose to go to the root cause of this so-called disease. And for us to get into harmony, our health, our body has to be in harmony. For that, our mind, our thoughts, our emotions, everything has to be in harmony. And when we get in touch with our healing and we understand, because you can't heal with the same mindset, being negative. You, you, you can't. You have to go understand what am I feeling? What are those emotions? How negative they are? Where it's coming from? And you start digging layers by layers. Then you are able to connect with this inner pharmacy. The body knows what to do. The mind is what is in, in between and all the, the package that, you know, the luggage that we have. But when we are able to recognize and understanding, so then we, we tap into our inner pharmacy. And I'm a true believer, and it's not just me. So many people, and this is really, it's, it's, that's the message for me, to, for people to not feel that they are powerless, that they have absolutely, they, they, there's nothing they can do. Yes, from our diet, what even, you know, what we ingest every day, not just food. Why are you ingesting every day? Mm -hmm. In terms of social media, the news, how much negativity, how you do digest all of that? What do you do? And some, most of the time you're thinking ingesting food mm -hmm. for the, the physicality. What about the rest? Yeah. I think that's a, you know, a really good point because I feel like, again, people typically associate health with the physical aspect. So, you know, are you exercising and are you, and what are you eating, right? So your diet has, is typically what most people consider firstly with, with health. I know myself included, but it's that self-talk and that, that inner dialogue is huge. Yeah, it and is huge. Yeah, it, it can, I feel really lift you up or really, you know, keep setting you back. Yes. And understanding that in your body, your cells, everything is listening. 
So yeah. then how do you have harmony in your body if you are, your self-talk, your inner dialogue is negative? Yeah. And we're not supposed to because we are light beings. So yeah. we are supposed to hold light, not darkness. Yeah. So it's really, for me, was the biggest work. And still, I still sometimes fall off the train. Yeah. The only difference is self-awareness. I get back quicker because mm -hmm. we're not perfect. And it's even getting, well, I did fall off the train. Okay, let's back up, go back up yeah. and understanding where I fell off the train. Yeah. Because now this is self-awareness. Because when we are mindful, when we are aware, then we can change. So even getting into getting in touch with ourselves, self-awareness all starts there. Because if you're not aware, you can't change. Yeah. But then building that. At the beginning, it's a conscious effort. But just like a muscle, more you practice it, more you practice it, gets stronger and stronger. And then it becomes very natural. Yeah, yeah I, I like that analogy because I think, you know, some people would never think, oh, I'm going to go to the gym one time and I'm going to, you know, gain this exactly. muscle, you That's know, no. or, or whatever your goal is. And the same thing goes with, with your mental health and mental and emotional spiritual hygiene, right? You need to continually practice it just as you would like your physical health so that's right because it's all we are it's it's our wholeness it's all so you can't just look at one side you're yeah. still not in balance if you're just looking at one side and most of the time with emotions and we you know the society it it, it, it is it's cultural it's society it's just ah, get over it yeah and you just you just uh, taught to suppress it and put it down, 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 and not thinking about it, but it's there. Yeah. And it's those suppressed emotions. It's what comes, what we call energetically blockages. Okay. And when there is a blockage, then at times it's where disease appears. There's a connection because everything is connected. Um, debunking myths and toxic mental health trends. So I just wanted to get your opinion on that and what you wanted to shine light on. Well, one of the one of one of them is now having the conversation. Finally, we're having conversations about trauma. Mm -hmm. That is great. We need to talk about trauma. Just we need to continue talking about mental health until we don't say anymore mental health because mental health is health mm -hmm. and really getting uh, this stigma away because we all need to take care of ourselves yeah. and you know having a day of well today I'm not feeling well mentally I'm going to take a day off and take care of myself that's okay and hopefully we get soon to that point um, but it's trauma being used or misused in a way that is not proper. So you see a lot of trends um, in, oh, my God, my, I don't know, my team uh, lost. It was traumatic. Well, no, it's annoying. It's frustrating, yeah. but it's certainly not traumatic. And it's 
really where we need to have those conversations, but we need to make sure that trauma doesn't become normalized. Right. Because it is real. It affects um, your brain. It affects the way you see yourself. It affects the way you live your life and how you see the world. So we don't want people that are healing or trying to heal to just, there is, well, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to share or ask for help because trauma is now normalized. Everybody has trauma. And that's true. We all have a level of trauma, all of us. Um, But we need to hold this conversation in a healthy way and positive way where we don't just, you know, become slaves of the TikTok and and we just uh, also dumping trauma um, just like that and it's becoming normalized. And I'm the mother of a teenager, right? So I have a 17-year-old and it's for me even looking at the youth um, and we really need to make sure that there is a, a, a space that is created, but that is healthy. And mm-hmm. there is a lot of people that are talking about trauma and they are giving good tools and resources. These need to be in forefront. And we can't normalize trauma where it's, it becomes a conversation that is, that is insignificant. Well, I would not go for personally, I would not go for um, social media yeah. for help. Um, I would I would look at resources. Mm-hmm. Um, first, in, at times, I do believe the very first, maybe it's a friend. It's someone that you trust. Someone that you know you can trust. And if you feel comfortable, then starting there, mm-hmm. most of the time, and I'm thinking about youth, most of the time, it's what happens. Yeah. Um, and looking at the resources that you 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 have in your city, I believe it's two one one that we have uh, here in Toronto where they can guide you, and it's all free and in many languages, so it's free, and they you just go and they will show all the resources that uh, you have uh, in Toronto, and it's really building a team. Because at times it's not just one person that is going to help. It's building a team right. of healing. I, uh, with the experience of working with clients, uh, it's it's really that I'm not just the the one person that they come. I am one of people that they come. Therapy, yes, there is so many um, many resources there. Therapy can be one of one of them. Um, and I said therapy, maybe our listeners may think, well, I don't have the money to go to therapy, right? Because it's still expensive. It's still not accessible, something that we need to change where everybody can have um, help. But there is resources, free resources here uh, in our country where you can, you can look and ask for help. Don't, 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 don't think you are alone. Yeah. That's the number one. Don't stay and think you are alone. There is always someone to hold your hand. 
and yeah. start the the process of of healing. Yeah. But I will not. Yes, it's really even in social media. Look for therapists. There is a lot of licensed therapists that are putting a very good um, content out there. So search for that. Right. Even, so that's where you can use social media to the exactly. right? You know, because there is good people. content yeah. out there. So look and just, again, making the right choices. Mm, is this the, the right information for me? Search for someone that is licensed, who is a professional. So then you are going to have really a good uh, information. So being aware of what you ingest on social media. Yeah. Make your research before mm-hmm. you start following. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's what I would say. Yeah. That's great. Um, so I imagine in, in the work that you do, it's not all sunshine and roses. So yeah. I would like to ask you what keeps you going and what drives you to continue to do the work that you do? Okay. So I love what I do. So it, it is, it is work. Yes, it is. Um, but I, I enjoy it's really, I do believe I found my purpose in life. So going to work is a, uh, is happy. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it fulfills my soul. Now is it's sad for me to um, to experience the struggle that people uh, may have in their lives, um, but being able to um, hold space for them. Yeah. Uh, and I've I had to learn. I hold space. I don't hold the pain. So then I can continue doing the work. Um, is is, is that it was the key. I'm holding space. I'm not holding the pain and making sure that I continue doing my own work yeah. so I can be um, as clean, as pure vessel for people that I work with um, because if I don't, so then I will not be able to, to, to be that pillar for them. But it's even though people at the beginning can come and they are struggling and um, they are uncovering their own pain. It is for me beautiful to see their journey and be part of their journey of healing. And I'm going to say it's beautiful to see when they tap into their inner wisdom, the magic that happens that they create. So for me, it's fulfillment. So is it work? Yes, it is work. But at the same time, I enjoy what I do with all my heart. Um, I'm not sure if it's the lighting or if I can see a little bit of um, maybe a little bit of teariness coming. Yeah, <laughs> me yeah. tear up a little bit over yeah. here. <laughs> and um, oh, yeah, I, no. but just... I'm gonna say it's the light. No, it's the light. <laughs> <laughs> but you can you can just really see how how much you love what you do and, do and how much you you enjoy what you do in and and helping people in their healing journey and i think the world needs more people like you we do we do need more uh healers and um i, I was going to say i'm i'm 44 
I'm just getting started. There mm-hmm. is so many projects of um, this is it. We need um, we need to to continue this journey and helping others, helping kids. For me, is how do we bring mindfulness into schools? Yeah. Because if we are able to give the resources to children at a very young age, it can shift so many things to yeah. to this, and then we can shift things in our world. But we have to give tools. We have to help. So just like Reiki for children, I do believe children need to get in touch with mindfulness, meditation Mm -hmm. at a very young age, understanding that they can be anxious, but just by their breathing, that it's our inner tool, our super tool that we can access at all times. We can help ourselves and Mm self-regulate. A four-year-old, three years old, if they can, oh, I can breathe, I can place my hands and I can help myself, then we can change. So I believe. I love that. That's so powerful. Um, Emily, I wanted to ask you one more thing here. If if you were to say the number one thing that you wanted people to know who are listening to this and are middle and are in the middle of their healing journey, what would it be? Okay. That the light is you may not see it because healing our healing journey is not an easy one it is not but believe that the light is at the end of the tunnel pay attention to the very small sparkle of light during the process be gentle to towards yourself don't give up have faith and trust because all is needed is within us mm-hmm. all is needed is within is within us and there is no one that is coming to save us yeah. we are the superheroes in our lives oh i love that you just gave me chills <laughs> This was such an amazing conversation Emily thank you so much for thank you for having me uh, no. Kristen Yes, it was it was so great to hear all about your your healing journey and how you help others heal um, in their journeys as well. So thank you so so much. Thank and you. I and look- I hope Chloe's feeling better. Yes, yes, me too. I'm sh- she'll be back on her feet soon. I'm sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll send along the message. Yes, please tell her that uh, I send her love and light and healing uh, energy. And thank you for having me. Well, 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 who else is feeling fired up and inspired after that chat? Yeah, same here. I can't believe I'm saying this, but just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast in the books. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. And look, if you enjoyed this, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a cute little comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. We'll see you next week. Brought to you by Clarence.